How pretty do my eyes look right now? Uh, your pupils are pretty dilated. But, like, how pretty are they? Um, what's my scale? One so do you have, like, is, like, Steve Buscemi, like, one? What is... And then, like, Frank Sinatra is ten. How did you know that that was the one story I pulled up? I don't know what you're about talking Frank about. Sinatra. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking That's about. That's the story I pulled I don't up know. this week. I don't know what you're talking about. So... I just named a person that, who is known for their eyes. Okay. Steve Poop Eyes Bushimi to Frankie uh, Blue Eyes Sinatra. Yeah. So you are a five. I thought I, I, they looked pretty good with this blue shirt. When I looked in. No, like, they're not coming off as blue. They, they're blue. Uh, no. You're you're like um, caveman forehead is causing. I do not have an atavistic <laughs> forehead. <laughs> I can't see the, the color that well. Fine. You big fucking jerk <laughs> on to the the second thing i've been wearing pj pants under my pants all day because it's so cold outside and it feels fucking great you don't wait i've been wearing pj pants under, under your pants. under my pants and it feels fucking great okay i can imagine that's great outside but whenever you're indoors i did not get swamp ass even once is it is it like a thin cotton is it thick you're gonna show me now yeah oh. yeah oh it's like underwear well it's PJ pants and it feels great and I've been warm all day and it's been like 30 something degrees and I don't regret a goddamn so thing. So what's the point where you say I can't do this anymore? If it's like 50 degrees outside. That's pretty low. Yeah. But like okay so you see like the, the temperature or you say or your butt says hey we, get, <laughs> we well, gotta stop. Going into an office, I don't really have a say in the matter if, if my butt cheeks are like, hey, man, like... Hey, your butt is talking to you when that happens. Well, yeah. It's, it's like Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like... <laughs> hey, getting a little swampy down here. And I just had to, you know, look down and talk back like, fuck, man, I'm sorry. Like, I really, I screwed the pooch on this. You've heard that phrase, I right? I have, yeah, but I'm like, where do I go with this bit? I don't know. I don't know. You, you kind of shot the wheels off because I really thought you were going to say I had super pretty eyes. Let's talk more about your butt. No. Oh. Welcome to episode Hello. 16 of Adam and Andy. Oh, we are on 16. You're right. Sweet 16. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. Adam and Andy, surviving life when you're dead. What? Like, how are you going to live when I die? Or how are you going to live when you die? Oh, I'll live just fine when you're dead. Oh. I was going to be super nice to you this episode and everything, <laughs> no, too. Really? Yeah. You already fucked it up in the first minute? Yeah, I was going to be like super nice to you in this episode. I had like so many compliments planned. I don't believe you. I really did. I genuinely spent a Wait, lot of my day today you... <laughs> thinking about... Adam looks real good today. Yeah. You know, kind of like how I asked you, you know, how my eyes looked, and then you shit all over them like I was Steve Buscemi. I'm sorry. I thought it was a bit, but also I didn't say you were a one on that scale. You know what? If someone says your eyes are in between Steve Buscemi and Frank Sinatra. I would think they were retarded. I don't think so. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, do you or do you have Asperger's? Ooh, maybe I do. Oh, you know, we can dissect this. But that's a lot to get into. That's a lot to get into. Yeah. And I have a story to tell. Yes, you do. And you have been teasing me. You've I been have. slow stroking me with this story for for. Like a day, like a solid 24 hours. And you've been edging Plus, me so hard, like 30 hours. Yeah, dude, I've been edging so hard and I just need you to help me bust this nut. Oh my God. Okay. Wait. Oh my God. You're using. Ew. Yeah, okay. Hold on. I'll explain this before I go into the story. So today I asked Andy while at work, you know, an old phrase that might need a revamp and people like to do that now. There's a, there's a phrase I like, um, where someone is a tough nut to crack and it's a tough nut. To bust. That's right. We're going to change it to tough nut to bust. I like it. And so the hashtag for this episode, 
Bust a nut. Hashtag. No, no. Nut busting. No, no. It's the literal phrase. Hashtag tough nut to bust. Hashtag nothing. Nothing. No, nothing. Okay, hold on. Story time. So, (laughs) (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, I was with Maddie, as I usually am. I thought you were going to do the the old car ad. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Ooh, you could be a radio guy. You could be a radio guy. I know. We're on the internet radio. Yeah. Hey, we are on the internet radio. That's right. Go us. Clink. Sunday. I was with Maddie. We made plans to uh, go to nut. Her. Okay, let me tell a story, please. Oh, I'm sorry, you got me thinking about nothing. <laughs> we went over to her place, drop off her things because we were to go to um, her sister's basketball game later that afternoon. Okay. Um. So we got back. Is there like a like a plot to the story? Just I literally have said <laughs> oh ten fucking words. <laughs> okay, keep going. Sorry. Uh. So I'm, we get to her house, we open the garage door, and I am now standing okay. in her garage, because we drove separate this time, she had to do car stuff, whatever. But I was waiting for her to get out of her car after she parked it, and I'm holding onto things in my hands. Okay. She gets out of the car. I walk in now to the house and drop off the things. While I'm there, and she's back by her car, I hear a scream. She comes running out of the, the, the garage, past okay. me, and then upstairs, screaming the whole time. Adam, 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 Adam! There's a rat, there's a rat, there's a rat, there's a rat! Oh. I was like, oh, okay. Here we go. All right, yeah, I'll go. Because what they have is, so on the garage door, on the sides, they have two of those sticky traps. Yeah. So I go out, and... No, it, it it wasn't a dead rat. It was a rat with his two front legs and half of his body hanging off already out of the garage. So was, I was standing. It was, it I was, was half rat. Well, no, he was alive, but I mean, half of him was on the sticky thing. Oh, okay. I thought yes. you meant like it had severed like half his no, body. No, I was no, thinking no, of like no. a mouse trap, and he like crawled away and like his innards were going behind him. No, and he was no, like, no, like no. a half rat. I must consume you. No, that's gross. Okay. Um, but somehow he moved out from his spot and the garage door, I guess, kind of put him outside a little bit. So I was literally sitting next to him like five feet away. Didn't even know. And like he is like wriggling around. Surprised and, he wasn't and, like squeaking. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Beep, beep, beep. But whenever I went to go check and I walked over there, it looked like his tongue was stuck to the thing too. And he was like pulling it off. Really fucking weird. And you look down at him and he's been pulling on his limbs. He's ripped all the fur and like the skin off. And it's like really fucking gross. But he's still pulling like fucking crazy. So I go inside and I tell Maddie like, oh yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, that was Master Splinter that she fucked up. That's a big one. And we're like, well, what do we do? Kill it. Well, she mentions we're, we're more peaceful people. While in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, we'd kill it, but... Um, I know it puts her at peace for us to try and find a way for it to escape. What do you what do you do? Cut off its limbs? No, no. So and just like leave saw- it. <laughs> it's like a little rat look just on the sidewalk. Like here you go, buddy. Be free. It's rat cake. And a, like a, a cat immediately runs up and just like oh grabs my God, it. Yay! Hey, can't run. <laughs> so what sadistic fuck did this? Oh yeah, that's me. Mm, yes. Yeah. Um, so she saw a TikTok where apparently if you pour an oil of sorts onto the, wherever their limbs are, they, they can work their way out and escape. Okay. So I was I don't able like where to, this is going. I was able to work the rat while still on the trap outside of the garage. Well, yeah, you just grab its tail and drag it. Yeah, I was okay not doing that. So we, I, I, but I pushed okay. him, I pushed him out on the little platform, closed the garage door. I go, now I'm at the front. I have a little cup of vegetable oil, and... I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? (laughs) (laughs) I go up to him, though, and he was very peaceful. Very peaceful animal. So, you know, I wasn't like... Yeah, because he probably thought he was dying. Yeah, he definitely thought he was dying with how he was moving. So whenever I went over him, then I went and I I poured some oil right on where his little hands were. Um, His tongue was now not on it anymore, so he was able to get that off. Yay. Um, But now... Okay, he's working his arms off, and he's trying to get off. Um, then little by little, he was getting off better and better, and then 
Um, at the very end, his toe was the only thing hanging on. I put a little bit more oil, just a little bit, popped off. But he stuck around. Because understand, he ripped the front of his his limbs, uh-huh. basically like all the skin off. Yeah, so he, he, he's now limping around. He was fucking hurt. He's, he's, I would assume he was dying, right? You should have killed it. I should have killed it. So garage door's closed. I get the trap. Uh, he is now under a bush, just kind of hanging out. Fucking great. I run inside. I did it. I got him free. He's alive. We did a good deed for nature. Okay. We go, we dispose of the rat trap, and we are now leaving. Okay. I look in the spot because I need to put the trap back in, and he is there. Back where the trap was. Back where the trap was. He went right back to that same spot. Was he back in the trap, or you hadn't No, put I didn't back put yet. a trap back yet, so okay. he's just sitting there. I was like, well, what the fuck? He's probably trying to stay warm. Yeah, and exactly, well, the reason why rats would go in, right? They yeah. try to stay warm. And, and I told Maddie, and she's like, we need to go. I mean, we're already running late. I was like, well, we can leave him there. He's on his last leg. He's probably going to die. And when we get back, I'll just get rid of him. That was the agreement. Okay? Okay. We go. We, you know, I'm putting her at peace about it. You know, whatever. We watched the game. It was great. Come back. And... I open the garage. I don't see a scurrying or nothing, right? I check in the spot he was, not there. It's like, okay. He had made it up to Maddie's room and died on her pillow. Traumatizing with that. Oh, I'm going to get you, bitch. I'm going to get you so good for this. You saved me when I was dying. Well, it was me, though. So maybe he thought it was me. In yeah. The okay. Yeah. That poor rat. You uh, genuinely. Hold on. Oh, the story's not done yet. You should have just taken a hammer to it. The story is not done yet. So he has moved. I am now going out to find him in the garage. Okay? Maddie stayed in my car the whole time. Okay? Okay. I walk up to the front door, kind of looking in little, like, areas that he might be. I look behind me, kind of in more of an open area, and it looks like he's just sitting there dead. And I was like, oh, God. That's it. He's dead. Went back, and I told Maddie. I was like, I'll, I will pick him up, get rid of him, and that's it. Okay. So she ran inside through the front door, not the garage door area, but mm. front door. <clears throat> and well, actually, no, she didn't run in yet. I'm sorry. I go back. I was like, okay, let me see if I can get him out, whatever. I go back. He's not in that spot. So he did move around. When I told Maddie, then, yeah, okay. Then it was going inside time. Yeah. So I then go back in the garage Try and find out where he is now. Okay, I find him over in this little dark area, and I move a trash can so I can better get an angle on him. I have this little, like, pooper scooper thing that's kind of like a mini rake, so it has, like, these little prongs on it. Mm-hmm. It's on this big stick. Okay. And I, he's not moving, okay? He's still, like, waddling around. He's not doing good. I call Maddie up. I say, hey, you know what? I can just put the trap right in front of him. He can get stuck again. We let him die. I get rid of him. She's like, oh, okay. Oh, I, I guess so. I, I really don't want that, but okay. okay. I hang up, and I get a message. Earlier in the day, we talked about, hey, what if I found some kind of way to throw him? You know, Get him over the fence back where he wants to be. Um, she sends me a message after we talk, and she says, I want him launched. And when I got that oh message, my God, I was like, that is so much worse than I just. I was like, okay. So he was there and he had the little trap in front of him. It was the only place he could go. I move the trap. I take the prongy little rake and I start dragging him along. Um, and he just starts kind of rolling across the ground while I'm dragging him along. Kind of like, you know, like you're actually sweeping the floor, but with this little rake thing, he's just tumbling around like a little fucking ball. And then whenever I get to a certain point, I just pull and I whip him right out of the garage, flying out towards the driveway. Now it's raining now and he's like barely standing on like any legs and I just kind of run up. I would do like a fucking NHL wrist shot. I just run up, I get him in the little crevice of the the rake part, I guess their little end part, and I go and I flick him up in the air over the fence into the darkness. And he's gone. You know, these are the signs of a sociopath. I ran inside. 
I did it! I got rid of him! He is gone! And I started singing, Someone save, someone save, someone save my life tonight. I'm not happy about this story. And, and I'm going to break this down. <laughs> and I reset a trap. We sprayed some rodent repellent into the area. I plugged a little hole that he could have walked through with some rocks. And we're done. Well, I mean, to, to retort to this story real quick. And yeah, make, please. And make you and Maddie feel really bad about this. Mostly me, because I was the one that was doing the bad things. She also recommended you send, what, what was her phrase? Launch him. Yeah, launch him. Okay, so he's stuck in a trap. He had accepted his death, which is why... No, no, he didn't accept it. He uh, Shut up. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> you talked enough, Adam. <laughs> so he had come to terms with his, you know, mortality. He, yeah. uh, he, he rips all the skin and fur off of his arms and legs and probably a good chunk of his tail. Um... He gets no, back. Tail is fine. He gets back inside after y'all leave, he, and he's warm. He's just in a dark place. He's by himself. He's like those crazy fuckers mm-hmm. with their weird tar trap are gone. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna be warm. I just. I'm so cold. It's raining. Y'all come back. He's not there. He found a place to hide. This is like a horror movie. Imagine. You get tortured, escape, run somewhere, and then they find you and continue torturing you. Because what you effectively did was mentally assault this fucking rat. I can't help that he's stupid when I actually made an effort to free him and let him live. He made the same mistake again. But then as you're trying to get him out of the garage, he is stuck in another trap, right? Or No, you, he, didn't or, get, he didn't get okay. stuck in a trap again, no. So you're rolling him along like he's a... a a goddamn billiard ball, and yeah. he he's just saying, I can't move. There's nothing I can do. I'm so injured. You get him out into the cold rain, and he's sitting there. He's like, this is, this is how I die. Yeah. And then you take him, and you fucking launched him <laughs> as hard as you could over a fence. He might have died on impact. You don't know. He probably did. What you should have just done from the get-go is like, what happens if you hit a deer? You kill it. You just put it out of its misery because the poor little guy was in pain and you did this to him. You and Maddie tortured this little guy. I I definitely tortured him. No, I, I'm I'm grouping Maddie in here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode where Fema no, I said Fema. I fucked Fema. I, I said it up over the weekend. Yeah, PETA sues us over this episode. You you planned that joke and you still messed it up. I didn't plan the joke. I actually I said it over the weekend and I said Fema then as well. Oh wow, bless your heart. Yeah, you know, it's just stupid. because that, that that rat's uh soul is on your conscience. Oh, I'm sorry. What things have you murdered in your life, Andy? This podcast with your lack of humor. Boom. I killed nothing in my life. <laughs> what a somber way to start. I know. I'm sorry. Okay, those that if this is your first episode, I'm sorry. This is well, very confusing. Yeah, this, guy, this, <laughs> this is very confusing. Yeah, sorry about that. I just wanted to be the the naysayer in yeah. the story. Uh, <laughs> Great story, though, right? It is a really good story. Thank you. But you still tortured and fucking murdered that thing. I did. Um, Now, for those that haven't heard before, we are booze anchors, and we are here to bring you your evening booze. And now— No, you should have done. You should have gotten a little piece of saran wrap, wrapped it around its little rat head, (laughs) (laughs) and then just, like, watched it, like, stared into its little rat eyes as it wriggled itself lifeless in front of you. What if I put, like, a little bag over his head? And like tied him to a chair, took a picture of it, and then you know taped it to the outside of the garage. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so what? Like other Lord rats? The, if other rats saw it, Lord, they'd be like Lord of the Flies style, like yeah, with with the pig's head. You don't come onto my side of the island. Exactly. This that you will find the same fate if you come here. That's what I do with the wasp, man. Like if I kill a wasp on my patio, I leave that fucking like corpse, that little wasp corpse there, because I'm like, you know what? Fuck you and fuck your family. That's right. Wasps are the worst anyway, so Fuck no. you and the wings you flew in on. You bitch. You sack of worthless shit. Now, to the actual booze. Uh, you will notice this week, um, 
your your uh, Adam's co-host. I was going to say your co-host, uh, but Adam's co-host, me, uh, came woefully unprepared this week because I was so excited about my opening bit that nice. Adam absolutely <laughs> shit all over uh, that I didn't think to look up anything. And I found one uh, that I will tell uh, later, but Adam is yeah. going to start. He has three, I assume. Well, I have four if I need to tell another one, too. So I'm I'm really ready. We'll see where the time is. Um, sure. But yeah, Adam's Adam's sure, got, yeah. got stories. I've got one story that I think is um, an interesting uh, bit of uh, trivia here. So, Adam. Yeah. Start us. Here we go. Um, guy eating photo of Jason Siegel every day almost dies eating photo, photo of Jason Siegel. What? Noah Maloney, the Toronto man whose intestines are now riddled with paper cuts, is still eating a photo of Jason Siegel every day until Jason Siegel eats a picture of him. He's been at it for more than 50 days now and has become increasingly creative in his variations on the theme. As we previously reported, he's eaten the photo in front of a wall of dildos, blended it into a smoothie, and even amassed a choir of seagulls. Siegel never responded. Yet neither would I. Oh, and he almost died. From him, he says, I dunked a whole photo into a beer and tried to do it in one big big ball swallow, and it lodged in my throat. I tried to get it down with more beer, but it was stuck, and there was 15 seconds where I came to terms with the fact that was how I would go. Jason Siegel would have killed me, but then I threw up the ball of paper and beer onto my friend and ate it after, so it's oh, all good. God. <laughs> This guy has fucking mental problems. Oh, my That's God. That's not a sane thing to do. And isn't that such a terrifying feeling when you get something, like, stuck in your throat and, like, you're trying to get it dislodged? Like, have you ever had that with, like, a chip or something? You feel yeah. like it's stuck and you, like, try to drink something to, like, get it to it's go down? Yeah. yeah. That's just such a terrifying feeling. And to think that you're going to die from Eating a photo a of, of, of Jason fucking Siegel. Jason Siegel. <laughs> <laughs> Why Jason Siegel? I don't know. I think he's Canadian too, right? So people are, I guess, people in Canada. I don't know. I could be talking out my ass, but I'm pretty sure he is. That is. Where did you find that fucking story? Uh, oh, he's American. Never mind. So I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, well, we, we treat people with the mental illnesses here uh, like garbage. So he probably does actually have a mental illness. Boom. Oh, he treat me badly. Boom. Boom. Uh, uh, that was pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, that was. Wow. Oh, God, that weird clip. It doesn't come through after post-production, but right now. Yeah, that is super strange. I don't know why it does that. Um, I think Vadis. So, yeah, maybe he does fix it. Yeah. Um, but but if you could eat a picture of someone every day, <laughs> what would you eat? Now, would this leave? Oh, hey, you know what? No, I'm making it too, too much um, in a silo. What would you do every day to get a celebrity's attention and what celebrity? Okay. So I would eat their picture every day. Oh, so you're doing that thing. Okay. Yes. I would eat their picture every day and it would be Jessica Biel. Okay. Because I think she's fucking stunning. You'd be Justin Timberlake broke your heart. I won't do that. And um, if I don't she, even know if he broke her heart. If, but yeah. if she had a picture of me, it'd be like a little bit of me was inside of her. Ooh. Wow. Oh, no. The double one. <laughs> wow. So that does work. I was curious if you could do two at once. Now we know. Now we know. Um, Which one were you actually trying to press? Wow. Wow. <laughs> I would if I could. Bitch. Um, that's a good one. Yeah. And I think that you would super off of her feet. No, she would not know me and probably immediately file a restraining order. Yeah, probably. Yeah, those actions like that are, are not good. How about this? Yeah. I'll do one that might work. Okay. Okay. So I want Jack to. Jack Black. Ooh. I can, I can almost guarantee he would do that. I was going to say turn. meatloaf. Mm, <laughs> but I, I don't know. know. But I'll do Jack Black. Jack Black would. Okay, so what I'll do. I'm Why gonna... do you think Meatloaf would? Now, hold on. Let's go back to that. Why do you think Meatloaf would eat a picture of you in return? No, no. I was going to tell you the thing I was going to do. Okay. To get so, their attention. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I, I would kind of be eating a picture, but I would design a toaster to burn an image of them onto toast and eat that every day. Why wouldn't you do that to meatloaf? No, to get I, I meatloaf's initially, attention. I initially wanted to do it meatloaf, but I think you're right. Jack Black would be more receptive. Oh, yeah. Jack Black would 100% try to reciprocate he'd that. He'd make a song about it. Putting me on toast. Putting me on toast with peanut butter. Burp. I don't know if that's how it would go, but I don't know any better, so I can't really argue that. Sides, we need, <laughs> we need you to chime in here. Yeah, we need you to reach out to Jack Black and ask him what he thinks. Yeah. Putting me on toast, putting me on toast with peanut butter. Burp. Okay. He might. I mean, he, that yeah. might be the song. I don't know. I don't know uh, Jack Ooh. Black in person. You know what? You know what? I'm going to change it up. Do you get Jack Black's attention? Write a song about Jack Black every day. Like a different song about Jack that Black. That would get his attention. Now, w- would you make it wild ass like Jack Black? Like, shoot well, it, but I would do what I'm about. You like, have to. Yeah, you have to weird, do a little like, bit of scat, scat man. Yeah, yeah, you'd be like scat man sometimes, and then sometimes you'd be like. I'm a scat man. Shoot it, like, bop, bop, Oh, we did that differently. Okay. But that's okay. And then sometimes you got to be like soft and be like, I love you, Jack Black. You mean like, like fuck her gently? Yeah, but. So soft. I mean, he does. He does that sometimes. He'll like come in with a little, little softness. You don't always have to fuck Jack hard. Oh my god. I'm not going to keep going with that. Okay, good. You've heard me do that karaoke. But you understand. Okay, good. So we're on the same page. Though. This is this will be the thing that we do to get Jack Black's attention to get him onto the show. That might actually work. It might work. You might do a TikTok about it. Now on to my one story. All right, so the story that I chose also has to do with another famous singer, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Now, this is a very long article, but I've picked out uh, exactly what I care uh, to read in this article. Good, yes. And it is Frank Sinatra's death and how Seinfeld was involved. Please, <laughs> I want to know. So skipping uh, about a thousand words in this article, uh, where how Seinfeld is involved, on the night he died, the Seinfeld finale was being aired. Much of the country was home watching the two-hour spectacle of two back-to-back episodes, The Chronicle and The Finale. The West Coast feed was airing at the precise time an ambulance was racing to Frank Sinatra's home to pick him up and sprint him to Cedars-Sinai Hospital. Traffic on the highways was therefore quite light, and the ambulance was able to pick up Sinatra and arrive at the hospital in record time. He arrived at the hospital around 9 p.m. The doctors tried for over an hour to save him, but to no avail. His his wife, Barbara, was by his side, uh, and it just gets really sad from there. But uh, the the point of uh, that bit is that Seinfeld almost saved Frank Sinatra's life be- because of the finale and the fact that pretty much everyone in the country was home watching it. Um, here is my conspiracy theory hat. I'm putting it on. Did Seinfeld kill Sinatra? Or they were planning on saving him. Or they were, mm, I don't know. Ready? Kate, listen, listen. Here's the okay. thing. Um, the what? word, a word you said there. What? They did it in record time. What? Now, and there are not many instances where you're going to be going from Frank Sinatra's house to the hospital, right? You can't say, oh, they went from Frank Sinatra's house to the hospital faster than they went from Sammy Davis Jr.'s house to the hospital. That's not comparable. It's different lengths. But if you do it multiple times from Frank Sinatra's house to the hospital, a record means you did it the fastest out of the same measurement of, of stat points. They were planning. They've been practicing, and they've been planning for him to die, and Jerry Seinfeld was involved. So I think a a more accurate conspiracy theory here is that the uh, surgeons were massive Seinfeld fans and didn't give a shit and let him die so they could get back to the finale. Oh, that's a little more vanilla than what I was doing. Yeah, But but it's more believable. I think that one makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that the surgeons uh, were like, hey, fuck you, Mickey Blue Eyes. We got to watch some Seinfeld, and we got to be really disappointed by this finale. And then they drop 
a junior mint into Frank Sinatra and let him die. Why a junior mint? Ah, see, you're not a Seinfeld fan, so you don't get it. I, mm, you just don't you get know. it, man. I like Seinfeld, but I, I, I haven't sat through every single episode of the series. I think it's funny uh, when I watch it, but it's also one of those shows where I do not ever actively seek it out. Do you hear that noise? Me heading in the. Um, do you recognize how groundbreaking it was? Yes, hundred okay. percent. How do you uh, not? Your favorite person from the show is probably Larry David. Julie Louis Dreyfus. Okay. Yeah. It's not Michael Richards. No. <laughs> Soup Nazi. Who is a real? I guess or a real person. Like a real soup person. Really? Yeah, I guess so. Interesting. Yeah. I just know my my one favorite quote uh, from the show is, um, who's it? Uh, George Costanza. And he's changing and the woman walks in and he screams, oh, it's in the pool. <laughs> um, always a good one. And I love that line because he does it. How is it in the pool? Yeah. He just hands around. Um, one of my favorite storylines is um, <clears throat> George is working in a, in an office, you know, more big corporate New York, New York role. And he sees a cleaning lady. And for some reason, he's just like, what if I try to seduce her? I do not know this episode. <laughs> so he ends up sleeping with the cleaning lady just because I guess he could. <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> That's and, probably a great episode. And it's very weird. Very weird. But it is funny. Um, so those home oh, suds. Seek that one out. That's yeah. a, that's a more fringy one than your usual pirate shirt and soup Nazi and all that jazz. Man hands. Man hands is a great one. Close talker is another good one. Uh, Brian Cranston made a whole lot of appearances in Seinfeld as the dentist. So, really, yeah, that's I, I think that was the first big gig he got. He was a he's the dentist. So sometimes he would be like, "There's a story where uh, Jerry thought that he put him under, and then Brian Cranston and his assistant." had coitus on top of him. But then there's another story where um, Jerry thought that, because uh, Brian Cranston was saying that he was converting to Judaism, and Jerry thought that he was only doing it because of the jokes. <laughs> so he could tell jokes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so some good uh, good Brian Cranston stuff in there if, if you like him. I love him. Yeah, well, you know, prior to his, me personally. Malcolm in the middle. I, I like Hal more than I like Walter White. Well, yeah. Oh, what? my God. How do you not? I'm, well, okay, no, I meant like from like a, obviously from like a person standpoint. Yeah, Hal's a much nicer person than Walter White's is. Yeah, I yeah. get that. I fucking get that. But I mean like more interesting. Like, you know, oh, you, you cringed a little bit. I don't agree with that. See, that's what I was going for. I don't agree with that. I think Walter White is an actually fleshed out character. Uh, Hal is a, is a fucking madman. Walter White is also a madman. Well, yeah, but he's a fleshed out. And Hal's out. a fleshed out character. You can't say Hal's not fleshed out. How's Hal not fleshed out? Why is that so hard to say? Hal's, Hal fleshed out. How, how now, brown cow, fleshed Hal out? Because Hal is not a normal word. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. Hmm. But, so we don't bog down, what's your next yeah, story? please. Oh. <gasps> oh, no. Oh. It's been so long. Oh, you got complacent. This is an embarrassing moment. You done fucked up. A husband went for a 280-mile walk to calm down after an argument with his wife. He then got fined for breaching coronavirus lockdown regulations. How many miles? 280. It took him 280 miles walked to calm the fuck down from a fight. An unnamed Italian man hiked for a week in an attempt to calm himself down after arguing with his wife. Wow. <laughs> I would love to know what that what that argument was or like what that fight oh was. Oh my god. Um let me see. Um you just he, read the headline, didn't well, yeah, you? Yeah, I did. But he was fined 400 pound, or I'm sorry, not 400 pound, 400 euro for breaching the curfew. 
Um, and despite traveling such a long distance on foot, the man was not injured, and he told the paper, I'm fine, I'm just a little tired. Wow. That's it. He, uh, he didn't say why he was mad. Which, as your booze anchors, I think it's time that we speculate as the professionals that we are to figure out why were they arguing for See, him to walk I, that's so what far. I'm, that's what I'm sitting here racking my brain on. I mean, yeah, what could make what could make you so angry that you had to walk for a week straight? Man, I, I don't know. Like, that's a lot of walking. Could, like, you, after, could you walk for a week straight? He's 48 years old. Now, I'm asking, could you walk physically for a week straight? Am I doing it for eight hours a day, 12 hours a day? I'm just asking. Could you, for a week straight, assuming 280 miles, it takes, I mean. Oh, seven, so 40 miles a day. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, 40 miles a day walking. He's fucking trucking it. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he <laughs> oh was power God. walking for wow. a week straight. He was Holy so shit. He was so goddamn angry at something. Either he said to his wife that triggered her, or she said something He's that like, triggered I'm not, him. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm not dealing with this shit. Like, you know what, bitch? I'm out. So I think- I, I wouldn't if I could. Listen, I am because I can. <laughs> I think walking for that long, I could. Walking at that speed for that long? No fucking way. I don't think- That I, is impressive. I couldn't walk for a day straight. Really? Yeah. I could. This sounds like a challenge. Yeah, yeah. Adam walks for a week straight, and then they call me in from work. Adam, where are you? I'm walking. Fuck off. I'm in Oklahoma. Well, where in Oklahoma did you drive? No, I walked. Why did you walk? Because Andy made me so goddamn angry. That motherfucker didn't laugh at my rat story, so I was so mad. Yeah, because the rat story was torture. <laughs> it was? Yeah. Aww. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so Andy leaves the leaves the apartment. God damn it! Adam's trying to be like fucking Bambi. I just can't deal with it right now. I think for me, something that would make me get that mad to have to walk for a week straight, if I physically could, uh, would be like any significant other being like, "I fucked Adam." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just, Any, yeah, anyone is like, you know, if, if it's anyone else, you're like, okay, I get that. If it's me, it's like, I'm superior to that person. You really want to fucking make that mistake? But you know what? I'd probably still call in and do the episode. <laughs> You'd call in. You would. Oh, you're walking. Yeah, I'm walking. <laughs> you can just see my, I'm Andy. <laughs> just dying. Adam and Andy. Where is Andy? Fuck you. I'm, I'm nowhere and everywhere. All right, Andy, what's your story this week? I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> My bitch of a significant other cheated on me. <laughs> really? With you. Really? Who'd they cheat on you with? You fucking know who. No, I don't. Tell me. And the sides. You. You're right. All right, here's my story this week. Andy's a... Fuck. <laughs> Shit, Adam's a dumbass. Adam's a bitch. <laughs> oh, no, that was so good. All the, the waiting on the joke. Yeah, that's twice now for you in one night. Mm. Well, I'm sorry that you walked out of anger for so long. Who knows? Maybe people were walking because they waited so long for a game that's buggy. Mm. Mm. Yeah, probably. We haven't played it yet. Cyberpunk for those at home? I refuse to. And well, you refuse to because you want to wait for it to get yes. it fixed. Not yeah. like it's no, cool. no, it's yeah. not a, like a moral code of mine. I want to play the fucking game. Really, yeah, really badly. Like, literally, and he's here. He sees it's laying on my floor. Yeah, he let me touch it. <laughs> wow. His dick. He let me touch his dick. Oh my god. Why would okay, outside of let's say let's say this. Outside of relationship things, okay? Because obviously relationships are difficult and things can come up that make people mad. Outside of that, what is something that can occur to make you walk for an entire week because you're so angry? Absolutely nothing. Now, back when I had like anger issues and it was hard for me to like really cope with things in life, it could have been like someone cutting me off in traffic and I would lose my absolute shit. Yeah. But now, absolutely nothing. 
Yeah. And honestly, probably even in a relationship, if a significant other cheated on me, it's like, okay, well, see ya. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for the good times. I mean, it just doesn't phase you. No. You've it, been so, so embattled for so long that now you're just kind of like, yeah, this is my life now. Yeah. You know, it's just like, man, just fucking take it one day at a time. What What yeah. is the point? You know, I, I've never understood this. And anytime I'm on the phone with someone, I don't get mad anymore at people who are driving like absolute dicks. What I do instead, I give them a very sarcastic golf clap. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So like if someone cuts me off, and it's it's absolute human nature. It's instinct. You know, th- there are times I'll accidentally cut someone off, and I'll look in the rearview mirror to see like if they're angry, and I'll just be like, I'm oh my god, in, in myself, like in my own yeah. head, I'm like, I'm so sorry. But I know because I do it, that other people do it. That if someone cuts me off and jumps right in front of me, I will just like sit there. I'll I'll put my knees under the wheel, drive with my legs, and I'll just do. Ah, Just a really slow, yeah. sarcastic clap. There you go. A little and, passive aggressiveness. That helps. Oh, yeah. It drives my mother absolutely fucking insane. Because she's like, you're going to really, you're going to really, really piss <laughs> someone off one of these days. I'm like, if they- All just- right, motherfucker. Hey, you know what? I don't care what you think. I'm parking my car and walking for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because someone gave him just like a really sarcastic clap. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, God bless. No, I mean, just- it, it drives me insane. Like, if someone is right up on someone's ass, yeah. like, in, in traffic, and you know what? They they put their turn signal in, they're slowing down to take a right turn, when the person behind them starts honking. I don't, oh, you know, yeah. and I used to be that that cocksucking motherfucker. Man, you're shithead. I used to be, yes. But now I'm just like, okay, cool. You know, let, let me slow down and give you, like, 20 feet of clearance like you're supposed to do. Take your turn. Okay, cool. I'm glad you got home safe, man. Have a good one. Yeah. Yeah, but- I also get really, really anxious driving like on the toll road up to Dallas and uptown. Yeah. Because people are those psycho motherfuckers like going in and out of traffic. How do people, so how do people drive every single day like that? I don't know. Not be in car accidents. I I don't know. That's the thing. That makes no sense. Yeah. And oh, dude, the the crotch rocket motorcycle drivers who just like zoom between cars. Like in California, it's legal. If it's, if it's like stancil traffic or really slow, it's actually legal for the motorcyclists to go between the cars and yeah. keep going. But here it's not. And they'll be going like 90 and like swerving between cars and like through traffic. And it makes me so well, anxious. Even then, they're not even like wearing leather. They're just wearing like a t-shirt and just fucking yes, doing it too. It, it makes like me, no helmet sometimes. Dude, I get white knuckle. I'll just grab the, the steering wheel and I'll yeah. just get so anxious. I'm like, I'm going to see a dead body in like three <laughs> miles. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm going to see this shit. And I, you know what? I blame driver's ed because mm. we, we were shown a video uh, for, there were two people in our class getting a motorcycle license mm. when I was getting my driver's license. And they showed a video that will stick with me forever. And it was a motorcyclist swerving, hitting the back of an 18 wheeler, going about 80 miles an hour. Oh, and shit. the top of their body severing from the lower part. Oh, why would they show you that? Because they, you, in driver's ed here in America, they showed Why you. Why can't they just show the impact and like cut to black? No, no, no dude. Show you the whole thing. Dude, they showed horrific car accidents too. Oh of like my people God. flying through the windshield like a hundred feet. Oh. Or like a, a car rolling, oh. and you see all the passengers fly out of the windows. Oh, no. oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh. Dude, those videos oh. stuck with me forever. I have some pretty traumatic stuff that stuck with me forever, too, that I've seen on the internet, I should say. I mean, yes, real life, too, but, like, no, in the internet, yeah. Um, this really devolved. This really did. We were just talking about someone walking for a week for being in an yeah, argument with her wife. For being angry. We never even said what they were mad at their wife about. Oh, you know what it is? Hmm. They didn't want to watch Seinfeld finale. It could be it. Or they were angry that Mickey Blue Eyes or, died. Or they're years mad Years and years ago. Because someone didn't like the Seinfeld finale, as is commonly done. Dude, hold on. Figured it out. Oh, my God, yes. Okay, hey, wait, wait. Everyone, everyone, everyone. This is a Adam and Andy booze exclusive. A booze exclusive. He was so fucking angry because his wife liked the Game of Thrones finale. Oh, shit! Ookie, spooky. Oh, it's been so long. 
Conscience there that has been go. played. I've been wanting that one back. But we cannot play that next week. Yeah, I know. Well, okay, we'll we'll talk about it later, but yes, it has been a while. Yes, and I missed it. And it was yeah. sorely lacking in the Halloween episode. Hey, I don't need those kinds of criticisms. Yeah, you, know you do. What? You know, I don't. Andy, shut the fuck up. I'm going for a walk. Oh, I see what you're doing. Hey, he actually got up and is walking away. Okay, see ya. Well, I guess, uh... Well, he actually... <laughs> he actually got up and walked out of the apartment. That was a good... Uh, he really stuck to that bit. Hey, everyone, I'm back. That was a good bit. He walked about five feet and then calmed down. Well, it's, I was outside. It's the Canadian I was actually outside. So, it felt good. It felt good to walk. Yeah. Just let my anger out. Yeah, for, you know, like five seconds. Yeah, yeah, fucking guy in Italy or whatever. Just, just, just like express it for a little bit. You don't have to walk for a week. Yeah, it's just, uh, just absurd. Yeah. Um, but I think that brings us to our next story of the night. Man arrested for attempted sex. With car. Uh, okay. Continue with the story. I've got so many things I want to say, like, <laughs> right off the bat. This one's a short one. This is good. In a case of the truth being stranger than fiction, Newton Police, and I think that's, oh, yeah, Newton, Kansas? Yeah. Uh, Newton Police took a 24, 24-year-old man to the emergency room May 1st, after he was found attempting to have sex with a car, we were called to the 1200 block of this area to report of a naked male underneath a car, said Lieutenant Person from Newton. He was attempting to stick his penis into the tailpipe of the vehicle from below. Huh. Okay. According to the police officer, the suspect did not respond to officer commands and officers Hey, stop fucking that car. No, I'm enjoying it. (laughs) He was high on some sort of drug, Powell said. Oh, okay. Police officer's name's Powell. It doesn't matter. He didn't break it. Yeah. Officers were there and he continued to try and have sex with the tailpipe of the car. He would not listen to commands or anything. They ended up tasing him. The man, okay, get ready. We're getting to a a detail here that I've read and it's going to blow your goddamn mind. Okay. The man who will likely be charged with a mis- misdemeanor of lewd and lascivious behavior. Lascivious. Thank you, Mr. Criminal Justice. Was intoxicated to the point he was nearly incoherent. He was so impaired we could not take him to jail, Powell said. He was taken in the emergency room as a result of his odd behavior due to a .35 blood alcohol level and, and possible drug use. Wow. Obs- officers 35%. Also- Officers also observed what appeared to be head injuries, previous interaction with officers. They wanted him checked out by medical professionals. Wait, from previous officers. So he had already encountered the police that night and decided he was going to continue drinking, continue doing drugs, fuck a car, get tased, and go to the ER. You drank so much alcohol. How big is his dick, do you think? (laughs) That was a good laugh. I can grab (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad I didn't say anything that that you can just, like, clip that. I don't know why you want to ask that question right now. Well, hold on. What car was he fucking? Well, no, I don't care about the car he's fucking. How big is his dick? Was it a Honda Civic or was it, like, a Nissan Q? Well, he was fucking it from beneath, you said. So either he's doing, like, some yoga pose and, like. Which is probably what's happening. And he's, like, lifting up. He's, like, you know what? My knees hurt. I can't get on my knees and just, like. Down in this exhaust pipe. I'm not squatting a little bit and then getting in. Yeah. I just, there's so many questions and I don't know how to like organize them in my brain. What if it's like one of those cars? Was he in Florida? Uh, no, I said it was Kansas. Oh, Kansas. Okay. Uh, it was okay, our okay. first Kansas story. I, I, I missed too. that. Yeah. Um, what if it's one of those cars that has like the side muffler? So he's like kind of on and on the side. You know, well, that, you know, that's honestly, a little romantic, right? Honestly, if I was one of the officers that pulled up, I take a picture of that before anything. <laughs> you just pull the phone up. Uh, they're not going to believe this later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like if they don't have body cameras, like lieutenant's not going to believe this one. <laughs> right? I I caught this dude hanging from the side of, of a truck 
fucking the side muffler. What if it's like dual tailpipes and he's going from one to the other? Did it? You know, back and forth. Oh, what? Like, like a threesome. <laughs> the cars, two cars. Yeah, I love you so much, Betty. Did it have a picture of him? No. Oh, that is so disappointing. Yeah, I know. God. Well, they didn't release his name with the story, so I, I mean, I, we have no idea of figuring this out. I wonder if he was a minor then. No, I think it said his age. Oh, did it? Boy, um, I, I, I was so distracted by the fact that a man fucked a car he was from 24. a knee. He's 24. Okay, so he's 24. I, so, I'm, there's so but many. He's so drunk. He, 0.35. Adam can attest. I'm just holding my head in my hands, and I don't know. Like, I'm trying to I organize. I don't know how you get that drunk. Yeah, I, I don't. Dude, like. That's unreal. Like you get someone to like 0.15 and they, they're they can't out. even walk. Yeah, they're, right? they're, they're blackout. Then you, you know, 0.15 times 2.33, right? 35% of that man's fluid in his body was alcohol. Running through his veins was alcohol. He had to have been on like PCP to, to even <laughs> imagine, remotely keep imagine him going. Imagine one. Okay, so you have... Super high blood alcohol, but then you have something that's pumping your heart at a super high rate too. Plus, you're aroused by your car, <laughs> so now it's like the the alcohol is just running through your body. Like you've you've got the erection of a god, yeah. And you decide that exhaust pipe right there. I've been wanting to fuck that Hold for a on. long time. Here's the question: Was it consensual or was it yes non consensual? If it was consensual, that means it was his car. Oh, did he rape a car? Dude, what if they charge him with a rape? (laughs) (laughs) That car did not give consent. Oh, my God. Because you've seen the, like, strange obsession with the guy who is in love with his car, right? No. There's an actual episode of My Strange Obsession where a guy's in love with his car and fucks his car on a regular basis. That's weird. Yes. There's also, I believe in the same episode, a woman who is obsessed with airplanes and has like parts of airplanes and will like get off by rubbing them on her female well, down below. I mean, there are those historical monuments where people have married both the Berlin Wall and the Eiffel Tower. What? There's someone who married the Berlin Wall and there's someone, I okay, the, the Eiffel Tower one's like if, iffy, but I think someone also married the Eiffel Tower. Were they Mormon? Um, do they need to be? But they married both of them. No, no, no. I'm saying someone did this and then someone else did this. I'm, uh, not, yeah, I'm not saying that they did the same thing. They're not like, oh my God, I'm marrying, I'm marrying the pyramids next. And then like, what if the, the Eiffel Tower got super jealous of the Berlin Wall and oh, fucking tore it down? I'm sorry, guys. I'm really aroused by the Great Wall of Boning. <laughs> I was going to go to a really dark place there, and I'm glad I, I stopped myself on that one. Am I glad you did? No, I'm not. I want to see where you go. No, I'll tell you whenever we're done with the episode. Oh, my God. Okay, fine. Um, it's not a, it, It's pretty dark. <laughs> okay. Um, so, but, I mean, still, that being said, that is an insane story. Why anyone <laughs> would would get to that point and say... Well, I don't think you get to that point by planning to get that to that point. You get to that point because you mix two things that weren't supposed to mix and you continued partying. But it has to be... I mean, whenever you see it, though, you see shapes, right? And you see... If you see, like, you know, the, the Tesla truck, well, those are, those are sharp edges. No, I, no, 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 no. That's not attractive. You look at something like... A PT Cruise, and you're like, that thing looks like an actual pile of dog shit. I'm not going to fuck that. When you look at like a, a Vita Beetle and you're kind of like, hey. That's a thick bitch. And then you, but then you stop and you see a Dodge Grand Caravan. And you go, oh. Ha, 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 She shouldn't have been wearing that. <laughs> it's your fault, not mine. You start like re-victimizing the car before you've even <laughs> done anything to it. Like you were asking for this one, Dodge Caravan. Takes <laughs> takes some roofies and throw it in the tailpipe. <laughs> just like, or just like takes and just throws it at the car and just, all right, it's not making any sound. <laughs> You're awfully cold. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Let me lube you up. I don't, I don't, 
I'm let sorry, me, let Suds. Let me give you a quick lube. <laughs> Suds, let a me, jiffy lube. Suds, let me apologize for that joke I just made. I immediately, <laughs> I did that and thought about it, and I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> please, please forgive me for that. I, uh... I got nothing to follow up that or follow that up with. Yeah. Hopefully story number four (laughs) from Adam uh, takes us on a much more lighthearted path. Yes. I I promise this story that I have, um, it does not involve alcohol, sex, crime, none of that. None of that. Okay. And here it is. Coming in, one of our absolute favorite countries. Japanese town deploys monster wolf robots to deter wild bears. What the fuck? That's right. Japanese town has deployed robot wolves to scare off bears that have become an increasingly dangerous nuisance in the countryside. So are they, the robot wolves like those weird, like Boston dynamic dogs? Um, Because that might scare a bear too. Here's a picture. Oh, that's a giant robotic wolf. I'll need to share that picture later on our Instagram, at Adam, also Andy. That thing looks like a straight-up nightmare fuel. Yeah, it, it is pretty scary. The robot called Monster Wolf consists of a shaggy body on four legs, a blonde mane, and fierce, glowing red eyes. When its motion detectors are activated, it moves its head, flashes lights, and emits 60 different sounds, ranging from wolfish howling to machinery noises. All at once? <laughs> What? That would scare any living thing on the planet. That would scare an ant back to uh, being, you know, still. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. This is this is this gives you the reason why they have to do it. Um, so well, there's bears. The That's city the only officials, reason. Oh no, the they city officials periods. said that bears become more active and dangerous as they search for food before going into hibernation in late November. A decrease of acorns and nuts. And the wild this year may have driven the animals to venture down closer to towns in search of sustenance. Acorns and nuts led to robot wolves spouting 60 different sounds. Okay, so there's... God damn it. This is another story that I'm so confused (laughs) by. I'm really good at that. I'm writing so many good ones. Why was there a absence of acorns and nuts? Global warming. Okay, so <laughs> oh, fucking Al Gore. So what? I mean, what? <laughs> this is the whole man bear pig thing, right? This is where it's going. I'm super ethereal, guy. There's super a ethereal. There's a there's a man bear pig in there, and we have to go get it. Is that good? Is that good? That was good. That, that was actually a really good South Park impression. Thank you. I just what? Okay, so yeah. There are so many factors building up to this. Yes, that they don't even remotely attempt to explain what caused the acorn and nut uh, yeah, shortage. Yeah, we have no idea. Um, since when do bears fucking live on acorns and nuts like squirrels? When have bears been in Japan? I, I think, I don't think that's really all, all that surprising. Okay, continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought they, they you know, I know that they're, they're, you know, omnivores, so they, they, they eat plants and animals. No, bears? Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was like, I was trying to connect the dots, but yeah. Yeah, they're, they're omnivores, but they don't fatten themselves up for hibernation off of acorns and nuts. They, they, they do? They, they hunt meat. Nah, nah, I bet they only hunt for the family and fish. What is the family? I, you know, you know I, don't, I don't even think they hunt for land animals either. I think they only hunt for sea creatures. I don't know. We're, we are asking questions here that we need to What about the one that, that attacked Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant? Wasn't he close to the cub? Yeah. Then that would answer your question. Okay, touche. <laughs> touche. I, dude, you've, you've absolutely... Like, I think I've had so many weird and crazy stories have, that have completely pulled your brain in so many different directions. You have befuddled me. 
Yeah, exactly. Andy is befuddled. Title of the episode. No, it's not. It's actually going to be something much cooler. That's kind of a cool name. Andy is befuddled? Yeah. The befuddling of Andy. Yeah, okay. Okay, there you go. Okay. Mark it, folks. Boom. Suds, that's your title. If you don't see it, sue me. Please, oh, God. please don't. No, no. We have we don't have anything to speak to except for this. No, you said sue you. Uh, don't sue Adam. Uh, don't sue me, obviously, because I didn't bring this upon myself. This is myself. a joint venture, and he is an accomplice. You hear here first. I deny that statement. Hmm. Robot wolves. I accept that statement. Here we go. But, I mean, going back to the robot wolves, 60 sounds. Do they play all at once? Or I feel like it, it is. I feel like it's, it's like when you play it all at once, it almost sounds like the dogs. It sounds like from the, the thing, the Cloverfield so monster. No, 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 the dogs from the thing. So it's like <laughs> kind of like that. I hope someone outside heard that. I bet they did. <laughs> I hope they did. I, I bet they did. And <laughs> I'm just kind of like looking at the door and continuing their conversation. Now they paused. They, 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 they definitely paused. Yeah, they definitely did pause. They hear everything we're saying right now. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. You just, you you absolutely have thrown me for such an emotional, sexual loop tonight. I started so yeah. ready to. You're to like, okay, yeah, Jason Siegel. Makes sense. To, to nut Guy so walks hard. real mad. Got it. A guy was with a car. Okay. Robot wolves. Okay. You have thrown me for just an absolute cornucopia of emotion tonight. So do I need to like take it in? Like, do I need to like not be so crazy with my stories? I know that doesn't make sense. I can't do that. No, because if I had three, you wouldn't. You wouldn't Here's have had. You wouldn't that, have had four. Guys. Okay, I saw you press that button, and I thought it was going to be the opening song. That's, that's that's me reacting to Andy asking me to get rid of crazy stories. Our Sweet 16 was a uh, wild-ass episode, but it was. next week oh, is we going a- to be our Christmas special. Should we say things about it or no? Uh, all we will say is that we will be uh, revisiting a special cabin. Yes, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we, are we will revisiting be revisiting a special cabin. Yes, we will be back at that. A, I hope is less as tragic as in previous iterations. I should hope so. Yeah, uh, but, but more but, magical than tragical. But yes, oh, wow, that was really good. But I mean, tragical is not a word, but it it, it works. There is a Canadian band called the Tragically Hip, so that's pretty close to that. No, so <laughs> <laughs> no, so next week, yes, we will be uh, revisiting a special cabin. Uh, out in the woods, uh, which hopefully won't be so dark this time, or uh, you know, as uh, poorly lit. I'm hoping, yeah, uh, it will be more in in line with the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so with that, I genuinely look forward to next uh, next week, and I personally uh, think it could be one of our best. I'm um, I'm going to give a hint to what we can expect. And I hope you're ready. Okay. Let's. This whole time, Andy's been pantomiming to me. I have yeah, no idea what I'm he's doing. I'm trying to fucking produce here. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Okay. God damn. So we're <laughs> this gonna- song is titled Christmas is Coming, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I want you to, God damn, I want you to lead the song on because what I wanted was for you to play the song mm-hmm. and then ramp it up and be like, I'm Adam. I'm Andy. I do the sign off, and then we oh. end with that song playing. No, we can't do that because yeah, we, yes, have, we, can. we have things that we need to say before we end. Like what? That oh. would that would have been such oh. a great ending. Okay, sure. I'm trying to produce like here. What? I'm trying to produce here, and you're fucking shitting all over it. 
Okay, well, I'll tell you what. So please, people at home, go ahead and visit our website, adam-andy.com. Go and follow us on Facebook and Instagram, at Adam also Andy. Follow us on Spotify. Give us a review on iTunes. Five stars, please. If it's not, that's okay. We, we don't need to hear it. We should redo this entire ending. No, we shouldn't. This is how it's going to go. Um, and also, shout out to our friends at One Hit No Wonder One for coming last week and also, two giving a shout out this week. They did an episode about Eddie Grant, as I requested, and the other band, Devo. Nice. Check in. It's great. And as always, I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. And we're going to play you out. <laughs>